Welcome everybody to Court Cousins episode 40. My name is Kyle. I'm joined as always by my tremendous co-host, Jason the Peach. Yes, he's the Peach. Yes, I'm Kyle. Yes, we're cousins. And this is Court Cousins. Thanks so much for spending some time with us, Second Cousins. It's a packed show, Peach. This might be our like first two hour. It's a jam-packed Orlando edition. Amen. In, in many, many ways. Yes. But I'll let you continue your little intro. The agenda for today is, the, of course, the Chuma Are You OKK check-in. We'll check in with each other. We have a special video blog, which will show the travels and adventures from down in Orlando. Pisha is going to do a special Orlando edition of What I Learned. Yeah. We'll have a social media roundup. We'll do a new segment. Five with a fan. Although that's a working title. I'll talk about that more later. Okay. Starter backup and bench with tacos. The Court Cousins Championship first inaugural shootout. And, of course, don't go anywhere, you swashbucklers. Stick around for the large ending. Oh, you got a lot of pirates watching, apparently. Yeah, yeah. You know, they love that booty out there. But before any of that hijinks and hilarity, big shout out to... All of our all-stars and second cousins tier on the Patreon making this show go. Magic player history, Wiffle, Andy Torres, Dylan Holden, Drum, Omid Sabarkani, Rafael Perez, Breadhead, Al, Matthew Bell, Dan Young, Yachty, Bernie Pichet, Gloria and Damien, Connor, and the Polish Wonder. They love their goals. They love their soccer down there. It's coming up in what I learned. And a little special shout out to some of the new folks also on the Patreon, Blair and Bill. Thanks so much, everyone, for joining up. We got a bunch of new folks joining that community. It's getting to be a lot of fun now there on the Patreon. We've already got some exclusive outtakes. We're going to be doing uh, more video conferencing, the discords up. If you're looking for a kind of tighter Orlando Magic community of people that are, you know, really plugged in and you want to be closer to us and the show, it's becoming something really cool. Mm -hmm. And we have a couple goals. We're trying to get 200 a month and then 300 a month. We're at we're 15 bucks away from the 200. Mm. And we're going to start just, that means we're going to give more free shit away, Peach. Uh. So we just need one person to be a second cousin out there, or maybe two all-stars, or just a few people coming and buying us a digital beer, and we're going to hit that milestone. And then for 300 man, I have got something in the works, a whole like campaign with tons of exclusive content mm. that is just going to be a blast. So Is that digital beer a microfiche brew? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I think so. It's on a micro SD card. We love those micro brews. Had some of those down in Orlando, um, and we'll talk about that some more late, later. But, but speaking of giveaways, yeah, let's go right into it, Peach. Our Patreon giveaway every month. We give away a free jersey to one of our supporters, $5 on up. Anyone who's on the Patreon gets entered into that. And Peach, the winner was Anthony Unwin. Congrats, Anthony. He's been a longtime supporter, so glad you're getting a jersey, homie. It's All nice right. to spin a wheel without a bankrupt on there or lose a turn. Yeah, it's, it's just everybody. Only good lands vibes. On, it wins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did a lot of raffles and giveaways for Court Cousins Night, which will be in the video blog in just a second. Mm -hmm. But before any of that, let's let's check in with each other. Let's let's set it up at the top. Yep. Social emotional check-in, but on Court Cousins here, it's the Chuma R U O K K check-in. 
Pisha, I'll let you go first, sir. How you doing for the Chumario KK check-in? Well, you know, uh, we just went on this great vacation, which we're going to be talking about a lot here, so I'm not going to waste a ton of time talking about that, how great it was, because that's coming up later. As you can see here, I've made this little graphic of Chuma. You can see our vacation is kind of up there in the upper left, right? Like, he, oh, okay. he's in the clouds. He's yeah. dropping 30 like it's nobody's business. Like, he's just he's just balling out, right? Okay. And then all of a sudden, off to the right there, yeah. well, oh, oh, he starts, he starts to wake up. He realizes he's been in a dreamscape this entire time <laughs> and falls back to earth, right back where he was before, sitting on the bench next to J.I. Oh. And then it becomes a little kind of shitty. Yeah. And, and, and you realize you're kind of right back where you're from. Because that's where I'm at. Like, you know, we just went yeah. and had the highest of highs. Mm -hmm. And then kind of get on that plane and go from the 80s sunny to a wet 30s in New York and just right back into the work. Job. which is garbage yeah. and just like realize, Oh, I'm right back here on the bench. So it was like a nice little break from it. Yeah, for sure. But like, once you come back, there's always that little like hangover from a trip, not a legit one, although that did exist, but like, there's always a little bit of that letdown. <laughs> like, Oh, I have to go back to my regular life now. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, yes. That, that's kind of the vibe I've been on the last couple of days. I feel you, man. I'm, How you doing? I'm sorry. You're, you're in a little bit of a, a valley right now after that high, but that's, I definitely I have. Mean, I experienced that. Look, you can't when, you, right, you, you, when you're can't, that high. you can't keep it up there yeah, forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's bound to come down a little. <laughs> That's good perspective, Beach. Uh, well, I, I'll I'll feed off of the the back home in the chilly 30s and 40 degrees Connecticut. I've got a bundled up Chuma here. Mm, I see that. He's got his parka on. He's ready for the snow. We had snow, which was actually pretty good news for me. It was really our first snow of the year, and I got a snow day as a teacher, so that was sweet. That was on Tuesday. Now the snow's all melted. I'm still bundled up. It's kind of freaking cold, but it's okay. I'm still... I have a rocket ship here in the back mm -hmm. because I'm actually feeling really energized right now coming off of Court Cousins Night and the crazy weekend that we had. Like, I'm just, everything that you're about to see in this video right now, just trying to vibe off of that energy and carry that forward. I'm feeling a lot of momentum with the podcast and the community that's beginning to build around it. And that gets me really energized. That's why I got some fireworks going on right there. I'm actually feeling really excited, really energized right now, even though I'm having, you know, struggles up and down at work for sure. But, um, yeah, I, I really appreciate all the warm welcomes we got down in Orlando and I'm a really goal-driven person as you just heard with the Patreon I'm kind of driven on those goals I'm driven goal! on yeah, oh, no. goal, goal. Okay. not that not a goal. so I think having a new fresh goal we you know court cousins night was something that was big for me it was causing me some anxiety I was hoping it was going to go well it was freaking awesome mm -hmm. smashed out of the park thanks everyone who came and now with that gone it's like all right next goal and so that's kind of giving me some energy. Mm -hmm. But before we even look into the distant future, Peach, mm. let's look at that recent past. Mm. That's the sunny week down in Florida with all you special second cousins. We hope you enjoy coming along with the trip with us. Flight, take two. Second time. Usually we nail things in the first take. Missed our first flight. Doing nothing. Doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, we'd like to thank the whole entire staff of the Buffalo Wild Wings here in uh, Terminal 4. Oh, thank you. But we'll be in you soon, Orlando. Hey, we're going to be in the emergency row, too. So if people need us on this plane, we're important people now. <laughs> yes. This thing goes down. We're going to be opening the door and helping people out. Yep. We'll be heroes. 
We got a lot of good recommendations. Looking forward to seeing a lot of second cousins on this trip. It's going to be a good time. So. Oh, we're beverages in show. We're a beverages in show. <laughs> Cheers, Ross. Cheers, buddy. Beverages in show, Peach. Beverages in show. Yeah. Beverages in show. Cheers. Never forget that. I'm, I'm sticking with the water because yeah. I've still got a little bit of a cold. More yeah. on that in a moment. You got to work today. I don't. 
Cheers, second cousins. Cheers, Ornello. We love you, Ornello. <laughs> Fun fact about that end is the next day you're like, oh, we were going to go take a, a picture or a video by that greetings of Orlando sign. We got to do that still. I was like, bro, we, we did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Just from the beginning, the I missing the flight, hilarious. Very. It ended up being hilarious. It could have been. Yeah. Not that fun, but that was just ridiculous way to start the trip. And man, Court Cousins night, seeing everyone who came through, Rick doing those dance moves when he got that Paulo jersey, man. Those were sick moves, Rick. This was a man who was excited for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, he didn't need that jersey to have that kind of energy, but I'm glad he had that moment and we captured it. Because, yeah, that was cool. Uh, that was fun. That was cool. The person before who won the first one actually had a nice reaction. Also, and then I yeah. thought to myself, "Oh man, I need yeah. to get one of these." And then Rick just stepped it up to another level, right? Completely. And then everyone was like, "All right, fuck." Well, it, because I'm not when she reacted that. that way, I was like, "This is how you react when you win a prize." Yeah. <laughs> so and she then set Rick the bar said, "Hold my beer." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, Peace. You're about to do kind of a what I learned Orlando edition. Yep. Just, I guess I just want to thank everyone again. I've been doing a lot of thanking, but I really mean it. Raph and his girl Meg, especially, they came and grabbed us. Everyone who came to Court Cousins Night, yeah. meeting up with Al before. Oh, man, not pictured here, and I don't know if it's in your What I Learned, is Brian from the AC Hotel and Rooftop Bar. Hold up. Okay. Why don't you go into the What I Learned, and I'll yeah, just kind of comment on that. Yeah, yeah all right. So this Come is kind of like a little bit this of a recap. Yeah. This is Orlando. Uh, this is a special thumbs up, thumbs down edition. Oh. You know, because it's all about Orlando and people uh -huh. learning. So there's some. There's always some good and some bad along the way. But let's let's do thumbs up, thumbs down. You, you want to play? You want to join? I want to play. Hell right, yes, let's I want to play. So uh, Delta, they like to take care of their own employees no matter what. Now, you'd think that'd be getting a oh. thumbs up. Because uh -huh. it's good that they're good to their employees, but I'm going to give it a thumbs down. Thumbs down. Because they gave our seats away, even though we had checked in and we were there in the airport. Nobody ever called for us or made any claims about their this being last boarding for flight. Yeah. They just kind of went rogue, did their own thing, and then just said, hey, you're going to have to pay $75 to get on a later flight. Sorry. That was crazy. Delta. We love to... You and it shows. <laughs> we were there 15 minutes before the flight took off. And so also the shout out, as I did in the video, yeah. to the Buffalo Wild Wings, mm -hmm. uh, JFK, Terminal 4. Good job on those teriyaki wings. Actually not. You, no. you just soaked them in there. They sat in that batter way too long. It's fried chicken. It took 50 minutes, I think. It was yeah. It was largely responsible for this because right. we had to eat before we go. Yes. And the, and the tots were cold. Just everything was done poorly there. Yeah. Um, but we were in so early vacation mode, we were way too chill about shit. Yeah to like care much yeah but we should have cared a little bit more it, it, it came back to bite us <laughs> all right look overall downtown orlando brings it we're going to talk about some parts of it in here but like a lot of people go to orlando and you're going for the theme parks and you're hitting international drive and you're doing mm -hmm. all that stuff and you know i fun get times, it fun i get times, it that's yeah, why yeah, a lot of people sure. go and for years i've gone down to orlando guilty and the only times i've really gone downtown is to go to a magic game mm. you're in you're out Boom, boom. And that's it. Like, you don't spend any time there. So this was really the first time that, like, you know, we were staying really yeah. in downtown. <laughs> On and, I like, being a part of seeing this area that we'd never really seen before. And I've been, I've traveled the United States quite a bit mm -hmm. and lived in a lot of different places. Yep. And Orlando downtown, it goes higher. This is a big yes. thumbs up for me. Oh, yeah. Two thumbs up. All the way. Good times. Uh, it's bum heavy, though. 
Uh, <laughs> or, or, or should I say home impaired? I'm not sure what we're calling them these days. But uh, a lot of folks yeah. panhandling. I like that shit, though. Um, yeah, sometimes it's I'm fun. That. Sometimes it's it's a little like unnerving. Well, one bite bum did call me a fag and try to fight me for a second. But, you know, as, definitely did. as I have experience with folks that are down on their luck like i knew how to handle it and right. it was fine but that's what i like you know it's got a little edginess to it sure it's got some bougie to it in orlando but okay. you know not it's enough not to gonna sell it to a lot of folks right so, <laughs> to be honest you're gonna stay humble though you know and yeah. that's important well you just got to keep moving you got to be ready with that i don't have any change kind of things you got to have a few pockets or some ones ready to go have a few ones ready to go i suppose i suppose yeah. but you know just saying you know Clean yeah. that up a little bit. Be get, ready. Get them somewhere to be. Uh, the lack of rental cars in the area was uh, upsetting. Uh, <laughs> we were supposed to get a car on Friday, and the guy basically was just like, oh, yeah, we don't have any cars. And I felt like I was in the Seinfeld episode because I had clearly made a reservation for a car, and they didn't have one. <laughs> so I don't think they understand what a reservation is. They didn't have one ever. He says, well, try calling me back in about 20, 25 minutes and uh, see if I've got any and so i did that like twice he never had any and then finally i'm just like hey why don't you call me when you have a car like because you owe me one and he's like i mean i guess we can do that it's like they don't care about business uh they're not here for customer what kind service of rinky they can give a crap car about you. was that I don't remember what I think it might have been Hertz. It was a legit. Okay, it was one right. you've heard of. A big, a big one. Uh, we ended up getting one from Budget later in the week. So Thank you, Budget. I thumbs up for Budget. We were gone, but, uh, there's there's a lack of rental cars down there. So thumbs down on that. Uh, Court Cousins night. We just talked about Rick. He drove 2.5 hours to get there. Uh, Ian and Kyle flew over from California. Like. That's awesome. I mean, we weren't a large group, but we were a passionate group. A mighty group. And a mighty group, for <laughs> yes. sure. Indeed. And 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 I, you know, as far as away as we came, I appreciate people putting in the effort to be able to travel to come be a part of this special night for us. So yeah. to me, that that's two big thumbs up. It'd be a third thumb if I had one. I'll go ahead and stick up my big toe down there. That's my that's my leg thumb. Oh wait, feet are my <laughs> thing, bro. Let me get the feet in there. <laughs> Uh, the Orlando Magic, a class act as well, with all these mm -hmm. thanks we've given out. We didn't give a, a thanks by name to Jess yet. Yes, uh, he Jess. was great in hooking us up with the Magic team sign ball to give away mm -hmm. and the tickets, yep. and also helped us get through security there because yeah. they had some issues with me bringing items into the game. Right. Uh, it was it was all a great time, and and they were working with us to make sure that we had the things we need and our group had what we needed. And then we got to go cut the net and everything. It was, it was just a great time. I got mine right here. Buzzer beating wins are very cool. This is, this yes. is all thumbs up we stuff, like. by the way. Um, you go to a game, a buzzer beating shot to win is kind of, that's the ultimate goal. You we could, got that during this night. So that, I mean. Couldn't have written a better up? script for Court Cousins night. Well, you could. That could have been one that didn't have to be reviewed. True. But, but true. But come on. Yeah. I it mean, you saw awesome. my reaction in the video. I was going yes, you, crazy. You running by there yeah. blindly. You were you were by me when they made it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I looked and you were gone. Well, because <laughs> I really thought that it was going to go into overtime. It yeah. looked like it was on the cylinder. So I'm like, I'm going to beat the rush. I'm going to hit the head and then I'm going to come back. But I was celebrating as I was going because it was still awesome. Right. And then as I'm going up the stairs, I hear it is good. And I come back. Yes. It was awesome. Great. Yeah. If you're going to go and have this net cutting 
experience. Yeah. Let me just remind you. Mm-hmm. Don't ask for those scissors until you get to the top of the to the, to the ladder. Oh, that's good. They etiquette. will not give it to you, <laughs> and they will look at you as if they do not trust you with the scissors at all. And you're lucky to be getting them when you get to the top of the ladder. They're just doing their job. But I've climbed many a ladder with many things in my hand, and I think I can handle a pair of scissors. But don't you try it. <laughs> she knows what she did. <laughs> yeah, this is very specific. That was personal. It, well, it felt personal. She was, looked at me like, I'm not giving you the scissors. You get up to the top first, then I'll hand you this. I'm like, I'm not fucking. I'm the height of the ladder, lady. Nine years old here. I got this. <laughs> Uh, but that's fine. It's a nice courtesy. Uh, you know, the next night we took in the Solar Bears game. Yeah. A nice hockey community in Florida. Hockey, that eh? You may not expect, but um, as a man who works in rinks and arenas, it was really cool to see their presentation there in the ECHL, uh, which is the tier just below the AHL. And the AHL is just below the NHL. So it's pretty good hockey. Yeah, um, it a lot was of, hockey. A lot of people from the north moved down there, and then they, they wanted to see some hockey of some sort. So... It's there. I got it, baby. It's weird to see the ECHL in an arena that big because I work in an AHL facility that is considerably smaller. smaller. And I would say the crowd size is similar, though. Yeah. So it it, it didn't feel like uh, cavernous. Nope. I think they covered up some seats. They covered up the top seats and just had everybody down together. So, yeah. And it was was country night. We had a free free country music. And I was like, man, I love these songs. And then Peter's like, these are all covers, bro. And I had no idea, but I still loved it. Yeah, so he, he heard time. Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. No, was I like, didn't. This is a new song. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap, this guy's amazing. I know that one. Okay. <laughs> uh, Lake Eola. Yeah. It must stand for Lake Beauty, Beautiful to, to, to mirror the city beautiful. Mm. Uh, this is the first time I actually got my eyes on it in person, which is weird because we use it as our, our, our outro screen. <laughs> I've always associated that with Orlando, yeah. but never had actually seen it because, again, it's in downtown and not an area you go in. So we checked that thing out by scootering all over this town. We were scooter gang. All oh, the way. yes. This is two thumbs, two thumbs up, up for scooters. scooters. And for because we scooted around the lake at one point. I they don't can know get a little costly that. if you're going far, but yes. you know what? For quick, short trips Fantastic. right around downtown, oh, perfect, man. They get you where you need scooters. to be. Next up, the AC rooftop bar is majestic as mm-hmm. all get out mm-hmm. and go ahead and do yourself a favor and get up there. I'd seen that building for a few years and seen the pillar area and thought, oh, this must just be some rich guy's deck. Uh, but this is apparently a place we can go. So Al from Ozone Podcast uh, yeah. uh, said to meet him up there, and we did. You, you want to go into a little bit more of the experience up there? Yeah, no, it was it's gorgeous, nice overlook of the stadium, and I'm getting my tequila and Peach's whiskey and a gentleman helps out. And then another gentleman comes over, asks the drink. I, I told him the other guy was helping us, but I gave it to him again. And then a moment later, he comes back with the drinks, says, don't worry about it. It's on the house. Thanks for what you're doing. I'm like, how the hell does this guy know I'm a teacher? I'm in Connecticut. Like, what does he mean? <laughs> and then, of course, I put two to two together. This is a second cousin right here. Right. This is a second cousin who's who's making up these beverages for us. I was wearing my core cousin's shirt on purpose to that like, see if we could. That I helps. I think it helps, yeah. Um, and so that was a really nice interaction. Shout out to Brian. Thank you so much for your hospitality and your generosity, sir. Um, and then we turned around, and lo and behold, there was another court cousin's second cousin out there just yep. hanging out with him him and his boys and some of their ladies yep and we took in the beautiful view and hung out and it was a good time you interviewed him for i believe yeah. what's coming up later as well and i can't uh, remember his yeah. name right now so i'm I sorry some, but i remember a lot of things about him 
I took some pictures up there that were pretty amazing. Like uh, the, all three other arenas are kind of lined up with the football stadium being furthest away and then the soccer uh, pitch, I believe they call it. Oh, nice, Peach. Even though they, they never actually like take a ball and throw it. That's like, confusing. You're like right. This, I don't get, but anyway, it's pitch. <laughs> and then uh, Amway being right there. So it's pretty cool. And yeah. The sunset up there was, I mean, it's hard, it's hard to put into words. Luckily, we got my pictures. panties wet for sure. <laughs> yeah, great place to play. Take to take a date. Oh man, you're getting in on the first date there. There wasn't even a there, cover. Like you just go. It seemed it seemed a lot. It seemed like a good experience. We were we had jerseys on, so I didn't think they let us in an establishment like that. That but well, they did. Yeah, and we got hooked up. I think all you have to do is have money and a pulse, and they're like, <laughs> bring it on up. So I suggest going, check it out. Um, during that second game. Yeah, uh, the magic did not show up against the Pacers. That that has no, to get a big thumbs down. It does have to get a thumbs down. Um, you're right. It was probably the biggest bummer, I would say, of the entire trip was the performance of the squad in this game. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I wasn't even bummed. I'm sure that you're going to talk about a couple other things that went yep, down that night. Yep, yep. But I think that speaks to, and that's why I'm so grateful for everyone out there listening and right now, and and watching that we are building this little community this second cousin family here. And even though we lost, we did the pack openings with Al and his crew with some NBA hoops that I'd bought at the team shop after I picked up this sexy uh, Duvin uh, Hawaiian vibe shirt here. Um, so we did that. We were hanging out with them. We had done the rooftop bar before. We met some new people, made some new friends. I freaking interviewed Mikhail freaking Petrus, kid. Are we serious mm -hmm. right now? A legend? Yep. I mean... This doesn't happen. It reminds me of like even when you go out to the bar and your team loses, when you're with your boys, when you're with people that you enjoy being around with, the loss happened, but I had a damn good time that night. Yeah, for and sure. So for sure. It's just beautiful, the community that, that exists in Orlando. I highly recommend. There's energy around the team. Go check them out live. Yeah, you just mentioned him, Mikhail Petrus. He gets two thumbs up. Drunk Kyle is a special kind of dude, and to Thank agree you. to appear on camera with him and a microphone, I mean, I'm guessing an agent probably would have advised against it, but Mikhail <laughs> threw caution to the wind and said, I am going to take a shot on this kid, <laughs> and he made his day, <laughs> so thanks, yeah, thanks to him for doing that. Um, man, do they love their soccer in Orlando. Yes. And I got to tell you. I'm giving it a thumbs down. No, I'm sorry. I'm giving it a thumbs down. A thumbs I, I know you guys love your soccer, but the go magic pride. were playing a home game that we needed. And yeah. a lot of you chose to go over and watch them soccer it up. And it's like it's a big deal, over, man. Peach. So what they got? That means they got a whole bunch of season left. The magic <laughs> need you now. You should choose the magic first and soccer comes second. Yes. Peach. Sorry. Yeah. That's hey. my feelings on it. I'm not, I'm not anti it. No. You know, vamos Orlando and all that noise. I'm, I'm here for it. I hear it's quite the experience. And honestly, I'd like to take in a game. We want to go, but I would never go to a game if the Orlando Magic have a game at the same time. Yes. Yeah. So we've got morals. My, my thoughts on. Yadi, I'm looking at you. You bastard. Go Orlando. You know I got a hat. Come on now. Big fan. U.S. Open Cup champs. Come on. <laughs> uh, Collecticon we went to yeah. was pretty cool. The uh, mm -hmm. convention center was Massive. impressive. Yeah. Like the fact that they had that many things going on in the same building where like people on one side didn't even know <laughs> yeah. about this huge Other... Collecticon going on on the far side. The yin yang twins were there, by the way, <laughs> for some reason. Horrible. 
I mean, very weird. Yeah, the acoustics were shite. It was weird in a lot of ways. I'm not a big anime guy. I'm not. I don't mm-hmm. understand a lot of that world. So a lot of that convention was, was kind yeah. of lost on me. Right. But it's still interesting to cruise around and see it. I did get a pop or two, mm-hmm. um, and we did find it. There were some sports cards going yeah, on. Four there. or so five we, card vendors. We we hit them up pretty hard, and, and that was a good time. We we got some good deals. We got our money's I'm worth excited. for we, sure. We definitely both got a Kareem Main autographed card. Hell yes. Woo yes. Google him. I'm sure the only person who knows about him is Magic Orlando Magic player history. Of course, I'm sure he already has that card. Shout out to Jay. I think my favorite card, I showed it in the video, was that Jalen Suggs 9.5. That is a beauty. Rookie auto. That is a beauty. What was your favorite card? My favorite card was my Markel Fultz rookie card, Mm -hmm. auto, on card, numbered 5 of 25. For like, how much did you get that for? I think I got it for fifteen dollars. So I feel like that is a great card. There aren't a lot of on card autos anymore, and it is nice. Yeah. So big fan. Well done. Uh, Let's see what else we got here. Where am I? I lost my spot. There it is. The weather. It was cherry. Unbelievable. 80s and sunny the whole time. Might have been even 90s when we first got there. Uh, I didn't see a drop of rainfall. I did see a little bit of cloud coverage on Tuesday before I left, but right before I stepped outside to return my rental car, that thing went away and was like, oh, I got it. we got to hold off just Peach a little longer. Let, yeah. We're trying to sell this guy on the Sunshine yeah. State with just a heaping load of it. And that's amazing because last time we went, it was a little cold and drab. And yeah. I think I wore pants to a game. Oh. That, that was terrible. Pants are <laughs> awful. I didn't wear pants the entire trip, and I loved it. Peach is very anti-pant. If I'm you anti-pant. Don't know. So yep. yeah, I mean, we do. I wear them because you have to here. Yes, I need the coverage, but right. I prefer shorts at all times. Uh, I hit the checkers. Okay. Well, after you were gone. Good, Cause, thank cause you. I know that you're not a big fan of that, but yeah. but I'm a big fan of that. And it was cool. I, my, my hotel after you left yeah. well, was on International Drive, mm-hmm. which is sort of the hub of all the tourist stuff. Okay. And I, we don't do that stuff a lot. I, I mean, we didn't go to a theme park this time or anything like that. So this was a nice little taste of the tourist experience and seeing a gift shop everywhere where Disney shirts are $5. And, you know, it's just that's part of Orlando as well. Hell it's yeah. It's just the, the outskirts. So it was nice to the see mouse. a little bit of that. Respect the mouse. I did have a cold, though, as yeah. you can probably hear a little bit in my voice it is still on the way out that kind of shut me down on sunday so i didn't get to go to the xfl game which is sad mm. but they got their ass kicked so it is what it is sad. it would have been cool to see as an experience yep. and i feel like i kind of lost the day just kind of resting and getting yeah. myself back together there it's a bummer, bro. so that's a big thumbs down but yeah, it's, it's hard to blame down. anybody on that one and of course I got to give a big thumbs down to leaving <laughs> because uh, it was I couldn't find where to return the rental car. And by the time I got to the, the gate, they were already boarding. I'm like, I can't. I'm not leaving the gate now. Like, yeah, not, <laughs> no, no, not I'm never was the problem we have on the way there. So no. I'm like, I'm standing here. So yeah. I was super hungry on the plane. They give me this little bag of sun chips. I'm like. Got to make this last. Yeah. <laughs> so I just put them in my mouth. Got suck on them. Letting them sustenance. Letting them disintegrate. Normally, in your I'm mouth. a little more prepared with like some snacks and stuff in my bag, but didn't have a chance to get them when I got there. Right. Or even refill. Fear of missing so the plane. Yeah. Stuff. Hor- I'm, tra- I'm traumatized. But overall, I mean, it's a thumbs up all the way around. Um, this was. Up. This was a, a, a way to set the bar that's very very high. We'll ask you about this more later, but uh, it's just. A fantastic a trip all the way around. You've seen video of it. You've and you're going to continue to hear more about it as we go through the show. Yeah. Um, some of our feeding exploits. Amen. Do you feel like there's anything there that I missed that you learned? No, dude. Really no. I just want to say we we want to do it again next year. We want to be down there more often. You know, doing it bigger and better with you all. 
just creating more opportunities for us to come together, support the squad that we love, and you know, just support each other too. So, man, I'm just already pumped for next year. I want to try to get down maybe two times next year. Peace. Okay. Hashtag that, magic together, baby. It's a little Let's bit of a goal. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. All right. So, from from Court Cousins night, this is a good transition into the social media roundup. That segment of this show where we scour the interwebs for your posts about our beloved Orlando Magic that we find intriguing, insightful, or maybe just downright hilarious. And the first one is a nice bridge from Peach's What I Learned about Court Cousins Night. We've got it from Yachty, none other than our boy there. Magic Basketball with the Second Cousins. We've got Yachty there, Jerry, you, Rick, and me in this frame just having a damn good time. And Corey on that phone. Oh, oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's freaking hilarious, man. I'm I was checking. That. I was getting a better shot of the fit. Yeah. You got to check in. Yeah. You, you're, I mean, that's, that's normal. Important. That's normal game stuff for me. Right. I just happened to be in the arena today. Yeah. He was taking this picture. So I just was like, all right, <laughs> I'll put her in the group shot. It's the closest I came to she, getting a picture. With she did reply to your tweet yes. on the, the next s- game. The Saturday game yep. that we were in the building in that section. She said, duly noted. Yeah. She did not come by. No, but might have come by when we weren't there. I'm like, I'm speaking of the growth flower. Yeah, I think seeds are planted. Right, and I think that they're being watered. Yeah, and maybe next time. Yeah, yeah, we can see something come out of the soil. I'm here for this because I'm here for the long haul. Yeah, (laughs) I'm looking for LTR, my guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! But yeah, again, what a crew just hanging out. That was some of the people. We weren't all seated directly next to each other. Nope. Next year, we're going to do kind of waves of it. So first wave is going to be like, get your tickets right now, mother sucker. And that will ensure that we're kind of all together in that first group. And then we'll kind of, if right. you want to jump on for the group sales and all that stuff, you still can, but you might not be with the nucleus of the crew. Yeah, but we were all still we were relatively all, still, all in the same area. I was able to drunkenly. Enough that you could turn around and right. kind of be like, yeah, 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 you know, yeah we're yeah, all yeah. right there. A couple, few handful of rows away. There was, was some Pistons fans that worked their way into our area, which I was very true. unpleased with. It was not cool. Yeah. There was a whole family. But go check out our, our Pistons game recap yeah. for more on that because that was, that was fun. It's cool. We travel a thousand miles to watch a home game and get sat next to fans <laughs> of the other team. Thumbs down. <laughs> yeah, that was a sarcastic thumbs up. I hope you know. <laughs> Someone else that was in the building, and I forgot to get my yearly picture with him because I got one on the first time that we went down there last year. So once before. Once, yeah. was Jake Chapman, <laughs> and he tweeted this about our boy Gary Harris. Mm. I don't have anything but my eyes to support this, but Gary Harris has defended his ass off out of the All-Star break. He's been more like Gary Harass and Peach. You, I had to reply with, yeah. I'm so jealous I didn't come up with this joke myself, bravo. Yeah. Um, this is the kind of stuff I do It's a very here. peace joke, yeah. So yep. uh, and I like to see that Chapman's yep. on that wavelength. Uh, your kindred spirits, maybe. Yeah, maybe we, get, maybe we should get him on the show for a, for a dad joke off. Mm. Now we're thinking, put it in the comments if you want a dad joke off. Peace and Jake Chapman, let's go. <laughs> you heard it here first. Well, that's fun. That's, that's very lighthearted. Yes. That's uplifting. Okay. Something that hasn't been off the, a very uplifting piece Ooh. is our three-point shooting. Oh, Many yes. of us in the Magic community have been quite chagrin. It is getting dark in here. <laughs> <laughs> you just feel that, like, he didn't need a sound effect, but no. I heard the thunder yeah, roll and was like, yeah, we better get inside. <laughs> where do I still have it here? No, damn it. That's a train. That's a whole different thing. There it is. There it is. 
<laughs> so this is at Magic Street Talk. Can we please face the fact this team can't shoot threes? Statistically, they've been at the bottom all year. This isn't a shoot till it goes in issue. This is a we can't shoot, so go to the rack issue. Right. Coach, adjust, please. Players, stop jacking them. Hashtag magic together. And then yeah, he continues. It, it, all right, you go ahead. Yeah, Sorry. Fish it up. No, I'm, fishing up. My fish bad. It up. Jeff Turner said, quote, three ball isn't working. I would like to see a few more paint touches, end quote. This isn't new for this team. We want the play-in. We got to play inside out. I like that little kind of pun, the wordplay there. Too often we settle for outside shots. There is no Shaq anymore in today's game. Go to the hole. Magic together. Yeah, you, I mean, he hit this on the nose, and part of the reason I pulled this one out is you can feel the passion. I think we've all written tweets like this where Mm -hmm. we're in heat of the moment, like watching this, and every time the Magic seem to be losing and then just starting to settle for the three ball, and particularly when they shoot them early in the shot clock, which I know you hate, Mm -hmm. and also when they shoot them and no other man is not in the paint, not inside the three-point line. Like, there's not even a chance of a rebound or anything else happening on this play. Like, that is settling on on a... garbage level that like our, our team is better than that like when we're mo- guys are moving and we have flow and we're trying to get to the hoop but i'd like to quote draymond green who was talking about russell westbrook in a recent game saying you know he left him wide open all game just yeah aggressively right? letting him shoot and he's like you know you're taught if you're open to shoot mm-hmm. but the thing is a lot of these threes that are going up they're not open they're not Russell Westbrook open, like, I've got to take this. Now, look, sometimes they are, and they shoot him, and I'm fine with that. Sometimes they're just kind of, like, forcing it up or shooting a contested one because they just feel like they're bored or they didn't feel like running a play this time down the court. That's what it feels like or looks like to us. Um, but I'm never for shooting up a three when no one's inside. Like, there's just no need for that. It's it's silly, and I think this encompasses a lot of the Magic fans' feelings and vibes around when that starts happening. Because that's not when we're at our best. If the threes are falling, we're lucky. Yeah. Yep. So do and what your strength is. It, it's t- it is tough because the modern game is all about the three point shot, whether we like it or not. And I know the old man does not like it, and your boy the red lettuce doesn't really always enjoy it either because I think it takes an exciting element of rim play, yeah. of of post game kind of out of the game and maybe we can make some adjustments we, we talked about that earlier to some of the rules to bring post play back um and it is a little odd because we are constructing this team that is a paint dominant team so at some point we're gonna need some reconstruction or guys are gonna have to become th- better three-point shooters as a team this year we're shooting 34.6 percent from beyond the arc. And you and I know that that has been buoyed by a few really good nights. Yeah. And most of the others have been craters where we're like sniffing around the 30% mark. I was going to say that feel that's that feels <laughs> high. Correct. It feels yeah. high. <laughs> yeah. So I, I hear what you're saying there. Magic street talk. I feel, I share your pain for all the reasons Peach just talked about. I don't think it gets better. It doesn't get better this year. You know, this is an off-season thing to adjust on or maybe it's just challenging our guys to grow into it and or becoming more dominant at the things we're already really good at. And that means right in the paint. But it, it is going to be interesting about I, I'm not I don't want to make yeah. it seem like I don't like the three ball cuz I do. Yeah. It's a big part of the game. It's a big part of the reason I love the game. I mean, the for the three for the Orlando Magic has been you know, 
since the 3D era has been a huge part of what we do here. Yep. So I want to find us to find a way to balance it, but we don't really have those shooters at this point. But as Magical Takes points out, it's always funny watching these highlights or watching the real team build a house. seems like every time we see it, saw RJ Hampton or Houston, <coughs> excuse me, they were making them. They're making threes down in Lakeland. Yeah. And we're kind of up here going, uh, and even if you want to go back to the Devin Kennedy days, we've had some guys that shoot the ball. Yeah. Right. Like at one point T Ross used to be really, really good at threes. And like all those guys are either kind of gone or didn't get minutes or weren't put in a position to succeed with the three ball. So to me, honestly, it feels like Gary Harris is probably our most reliable, consistent, reliable three point shooter. And Caleb Houston. Who will shoot a few a day. Oh, and he doesn't yeah, get Yeah, but Caleb's not getting the minutes for me to feel that way. Yeah. But I last feel like game he, he got be. some minutes and he yep. was quick on the trigger, which I like to see. Get him some more minutes. Um I did look it up on cleaning the glass, because that stat on basketball reference didn't feel great to me. Here on Cleaning the Glass, it says we're shooting thirty two percent from all threes this year, and that's best for twenty fourth in the league. Mm. To your point, we don't need to be you know, top of the top tier in shooting threes because our game is clearly not that. But let's get to, you know, top half of the league. 15th right now is Houston at 34%. That's easily doable for us next year. I think if we're shooting 36, 37% next year, we'll be fine. And I think we actually do have the pieces on this team to do that next year, you know, as guys progress. So I'm not super worried about it, um, but it do, it is something that keeps coming up. I think if we're going to hit the next level at some point, like the championship level, yeah, we need a sharp shooter who's just a professional shooter. Mm-hmm. And we don't have that right now. Okay. Whether one of our guys develops into him or we get one, that but that's a few years away. But even for next year, I'd like to see us add somebody who's going to be a shooter. I'm not 100% sure we have that guy on our team, on our roster right now. I think it could be Caleb. Could be. Yeah. But... Uh, hey, let's bring in a few and see sure. the cream rise. Yeah, let them battle it out because competition always sort of brings the best out. And sharpens people. the steel. And, uh, steel sharpens steel. We'll right. talk about that in a few minutes. I have a similar point with Mr. Bull. Well, we might have buried the lead a little bit, Peach, <coughs> because probably the biggest news right now, sadly, in the Orlando Magic community is that Jonathan Isaac has gone down with season-ending surgery I believe it's on his adductor, which is kind of in your hip groin area. Um, The abductor and the adductor, they're kind of opposite sides. I tore my abductor once, um, lifting weights and then going and playing beach volleyball, and it had me not even able to get up out of bed for like a week. Um, And I really didn't heal fully for about three, four months, but he's gotten surgery on it, so... Right. I don't know if that will speed things up. But here we have Anthony at Orlando Magic HQ. Make sure you go check their stuff out. I love them for breaking news, man. They've got a whole Orlando Magic platform going right now with their podcast, of course, but with a f- photo, the video, the articles, everything they're doing. They have plenty of time to gather news mm-hmm. because Anthony never goes and attends any of the Orlando Magic oh! games. So. But that's why I get all my news from them because they're 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 checking it out. Yo, so. Al, Al and Peach are going in on Anthony. Anthony, don't take this disrespect, Doc. Don't Yo, take we've this seen disrespect. three Magic games and we live in Connecticut. Okay, three. He's been to one. Wait, in Orlando? Yeah. Well, we no. went to two in Orlando. And we we to saw two. him one in New York. Oh, we didn't go to the Brooklyn game. No. Oh, all right. 
Not this year. You went last year. I'm casual about that. Well, Anthony, our boy, says, Jay, I had season-ending injury after being out for two and a half years and barely playing 10 minutes a game for 11 appearances. Mm. It's hard not to feel like we've seen the last of Jonathan Isaac in a Magic uniform. Listen, if you've been watching the show, you know I've been using the, you know, I wanted to build a relationship with Jonathan Isaac because yeah. I was really unfamiliar with Your him. Absent father. And he was the absent father who yeah. went away and he left the family when I was nine. Yep. And he came back when I was, you know, 11 or 12. Yep, 12 and he yeah. wants to build a relationship. And, mm-hmm. you know, he was back for a few weeks and we had a good oh time. My God, dude. You know, we were throwing the ball in the yard. He was, yeah. he brought me a birthday gift and it was like, oh, <sighs> we're, we're starting to really kind of get somewhere here. Jeez. And then he was like, all right, what do, let me go get you some stuff. We're going to make some cake later. And he went to the store to get the cake and he's gone again and so luckily he wasn't here long enough for me to really get invested in it yeah he's just out Mm. and you know i'm sorry that his career is gone this way but some careers just can't be there the body's just not meant for the nba or or whatever sport it is you're playing we've seen plenty of good careers cut down like brandon roy greg odin i'm sorry i'm only naming blazers but (laughs) those are the first two that come to my mind because i feel like they were had potential to be really really great and i feel like the magic community and and we feel like isaac could hit some high highs Mm -hmm. but just can't stay healthy and stay on the court so luckily he's got other things to fall back on he has his faith which i'm sure will keep him in positive spirits yeah um but for magic fans i think we're just kind of like just he's not here anymore like we can't keep pretending that he's going to show up and be able to play i like guys i'm i'm the complete opposite because i love guys that can play 80 games a season there's 82 games i give you two sick days Mm. i want you to be able to play 80 games a season if you're a guy that only gives me like 50 i'm not that india like i need guys that are healthy and can be durable so he's like the opposite of what i like in a player because he can't get more than what 11 games this season in the past like three so it's unfortunate but you know that's why i'm not investing in isaac jerseys but yeah it, it, i i don't know what the best to do. i'm just throwing I, yeah. up my hands please. yeah i mean that's all you can do is it's just like he does this thing but i'm not yep. going to do the off season again where i expect him to come back at the beginning of it okay. and be yeah. a part of this team you're right i'm not doing it you're right. You're right. And and I I I have to again adjust my expectations. It's tough because there's always this nagging little voice in the back of my head that sees what Jonathan Isaac can bring and saw it for 11 games and saw it before I went down two and a half years ago and thinks right. that little voice keeps whispering, "Sure. That's a guy that could put you over the top." Uh-huh. That's a guy whose defense could be huge on a championship run mm-hmm. and you know it's tough to quiet that voice i know but here's the thing man i used to be able to go to parties do keg stands mm-hmm. rip beers and shots all night yeah keep the party going four or five a.m all wow. day i can't do that anymore you're right times have changed people mm-hmm. change things mm-hmm. have changed you need to i need to get into your head okay go find that guy with that little voice and just smother him with a pillow <laughs> so that you can move on with your days i just have a visual of peace smothering just, a little thought man it's just it's for everyone's good so it's it's a mercy uh, the, the important perspective that came out i don't know sometime this past off season uh was the contract stuff with jonathan isaac mm-hmm. and this is again at Oh, Magic HQ, important to keep in mind as we digest the Jonathan Isaac news, his 2023-24 contract is only guaranteed for $7.6 million because I guess he hasn't hit the game's played threshold. And his um, seventh... Oh, so his uh, contract will be fully guaranteed on 
2024. So that's, I don't know exactly what, what the ramifications are on that now that I'm reading that out loud. Okay. Does that mean we have to. So he's going to get 17 million in 2024 if we don't. Um, right. If things don't him, change don't before him. then. Yeah. So I would imagine he will be waived mm. because it's just a money saver. And. But we have him next year on seven point six million. Is that what I'm reading here? Right. That starts next season because yeah. this is twenty twenty four. That's in next season. So if he makes it that far into the season playing, then he gets that. Oh, okay. But okay. If he doesn't, it's only seven point six on the books. Yeah, and that's how much is off our salary cap is the seven point six. So it's not okay. a ton for us to risk having it there. Got it. But once you get to that point, it's sort of like, uh, this could be wasted money. So yeah. I don't know if they're gonna just do that as a goodwill thing or it just and then send them in cut him the and then cosmos. resign him to a uh, someone suggested cutting him and signing him to a prove it deal which i think is a great move um allow him to have that opportunity to prove it and then even if he doesn't fit in with whatever we're building now then you can move him to somebody else and he'll be on a, a team friendly deal so somebody would be he would have value at that point whereas right yeah. now he doesn't have any value as a trade piece or anything on the court it's just there's nothing there so might as well save the funds. I would imagine that's probably going to come before that point because that's a lot of money to spend on someone who's not playing. Yeah. Unless the adductor is something something simple and he really is going to be back, but I don't believe any of that shit that I hear now at this point. I'm, I'm, I just don't believe any of it. It's, it's, it's bananas. Adductor minus ductor. I don't care what you're doing with your ductors. Uh, it's an adductor, Can you play basketball? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just weird. Yeah, it, it's it sucks to see, man, because he has a lot of potential and he could be a difference maker on this team, but we're just, we can't count on him. And it will be interesting to see. I, I like that suggestion. I guess that's the, that's the fair path forward, right? If he's been, you know, getting the $17 million for this past couple of years, yeah. you would hope that as a an acknowledgement to the team, maybe we can meet somewhere in the middle. The team um, has stood by him while he did this whole thing. I yeah. imagine there's got to be some good thick here. Through thick and thin. Right. Because he's taken a lot of shit yep. in the public sphere, and the team has supported him the entire way. Yep. And I think it would be a good gesture to try to find something that would make make sense for him to stay on this roster. Right. And to try, just try on this roster, and if you can't, then you can't. Right. But... Give us that. Give us that, please, J.I. He needs to have the opportunity to do something so that some other team is going to take that chance on him. So he still yep. needs to prove he can make that comeback. I thought it was going to happen right now, but no. I know. So. <laughs> I know. Okay. All right. Well, um, that's, that's tough news. But uh, someone who's a little bit polarizing is a guy who I don't know how I quite feel about him right now. Okay. I'm going to express my thoughts in real time here on this show in just a moment. Okay. It's Bull Bull. Yep. And um, I did a simple thing. Jay did all the work at uh, Orlando ORL Magic History. He tweeted, the Orlando Magic continue to ride the bowler coaster as the man with the shortest name in franchise history. That's a fun fact. I guess it makes sense. Recently passed the man with the longest name in franchise history, Michael Carter-Williams, who's now back on the roster. In field goals made, hashtag Magic Together. I simply retweeted that, and I said, how are we feeling about bowl these days? I got a plethora 
of responses. And thank you so much for all your interaction out there. People came through with their takes, and they were all good. But one conversation in particular was bouncing back between Tuvia at It's All Mental and Magic24 at 0 June 2. Oh, 0 1 2 3. Sorry. Oh, I get that now. Way to go, Kyle. Um, Tuvia said, A couple things bother me after the initial honeymoon. He doesn't rebound or use his length as well. Uh, down low he doesn't shoot the open three and opts to drive when it's unnecessary his highlights are great but he's a net negative overall and i i kind of felt a lot of the things he was saying like some frustration with not using the size and so i said this rings true and has me worried about bull bulls future feature magic 24 7 putting in some important adversarial points on here some important important counterpoints they're not magic 23 6 that's true and Magic 24-7 is a great follow, always has some really insightful numbers to back up their ideas. He says, not to me. He's not a big. He's a very long wing, and that's the role he plays, and he basic- he's basically a rookie. He impacts D on the perimeter, leads the Magic in three-pointers point contested, and makes opponents shoot negative 1.3 below their usual percentage. Plus, he's a better rebounder than some think, and he has the numbers here to back that up. It shows that Bull Bull is a plus defender in terms of defending the three-point line, and he's actually kind of a minus defender inside the paint. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has the rebound numbers. He's third in terms of rebound percentage on the team. I guess second because the number one guy there was Jonathan Isaac. Magic 24-7 and, and Tuvia go on to kind of debate this issue, whether or not Bull is kind of a net positive or a net negative. But I just kind of wanted to get your take on it, Peach, as to where you are with your Bull Bull love love right now. Well, I still like Bull Bull, but I think uh, I think I'm with 24-7 on this. I just feel like it's you look at Bull and you immediately feel like center. Yeah. Right? But he's not, okay? He's he's a wing guard. or a guard in in a in his dad's body, the, the center's body. Yeah. You have to kind of look at him as like he's not, you know, Wendell and uh, Moritz. He doesn't, he's not going to be down there. He does other things. But I think the key part of this that he said, which is getting lost in all the magical stats and all the yeah. stats that will never appear on the back of a basketball card, is, is that he's basically a rookie still. He has not played a lot to be able yes, to learn man. some of this stuff. And I feel like it's still too early, early to give up on ball ball. <laughs> like I, I think he's got to find his space in this game. And now that J.I. is not there, there's going to be more minutes for ball ball to explore that stuff. He seemed like he was shutting down a little bit as Isaac c- came yeah. back yep, because yep, his yep. minutes were shrinking and it felt like he had to compete. And I think now he's going to ha- comfortably be able to get some more minutes in there. And I think an offseason with the team will kind of they'll be able to find a way to use him down the road. His expectations are high, remember? We didn't give up much to get him. Mm-hmm. There's there's not a lot invested here. He's doing still more than a player making his money or whatever we gave up to get him or asking what we're asking for him from the bench is would normally giving. So I yeah. am still pro bowl. That's fair and that's good context, you know, we there's there's no risk here. Yes. There's no risk. There's yeah. no risk. I do think the other side of this is my hopes were high for Bull, especially out of the gate, with what we saw from him. You know, we, we did see a dynamic player on the offensive side, and I think it is frustrating to see, as you said, uh, a guard in his dad's body. 
You know, he's really more about uh, being a being a two guard, perhaps, or even a point guard at times, than a big man. Um, and you see those physical gifts not really being applied in the way that I would expect them to, where I would expect them down low to be a, a good defender. Okay, but you know what you're doing again? Yeah. You're Mo Bombaing him. Yeah. Right? That's Because we all looked at Mo Bamba and we're like, oh, man, use that big body. Do this. Do that. Well, and he's not doing it. And look, hey, I got the same vibes when I'm watching Bobo. I'm like, my God, you should be taking over. You should be the Giannis Antetokounmpo of the Magic right now and just dominating the league. But he doesn't quite. He's well, you know, he's young. This is the thing, though, Peach. Two things on that. If he's not a big okay, then he plays like a guard or a wing. But he cannot defend guards. He cannot. So therein lies the problem. If you're going to be a guard or a wing, you got to sit down and you got to defend those guys. You can hear Jamal telling Coach Mosley telling anytime Bulls guy gets the ball, sit down, get down. Because he's no fault of his own. The man's center of gravity is above my head. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's very difficult for him to guard a fast first step type of guard on the perimeter, and we see him getting blown by a lot with high hips. For sure. And that— He tries to make up for it with his length, which is like when you're playing a little can. kid, sometimes you're like, you let him go by, and then you still block their shot, and you're like, ha, ha, ha. And, yeah. it's like, but he can't rely at that on the NBA level because these right. guys and, know how to score. And I don't know a lot about NBA basketball in terms of the, the, X's, <laughs> the X's and O's of it, right? Okay, yeah. But I've learned that you know on offense, you're always just trying to gain slight advantage over the defense. Mm-hmm. You're trying to make them start rotating and leaving their man early. And if at the point of attack, Bull is getting blown by eight out of ten times, yep. then all of a sudden now our defense immediately anytime Bull's guy gets the ball, now we're now we're switching. Now we're rotating. Right. Now they have the advantage. And that becomes problematic if he's not making up for it on the offensive side. Because at the beginning of the year, we were seeing bigger stat lines for him because Bull was thriving in kind of that chaotic, no rotation, almost pickup style basketball that we mm-hmm. were playing. But now that we've got more steady guys back right. and the rotations are more set in stone and we're playing more set basketball, to be fair to Coach Mosley, we're doing more offensive sets and things like that, he's kind of struggling to set to to fall into true. a strict offensive style of play so that's all i'm just worried but hey it's it's very low risk low reward i I don't know exactly what his contract is but it's nothing big so it's no big deal for next year hopefully he'll still be on the roster it is a team option so there's a possibility that he doesn't come back i'd like to see him back one more year Uh, absolutely i don't i don't think i mean i never saw bowl as being a starter i saw him maybe being a role player Mm -hmm. and that's what he is and i don't lose a lot of sleep over role players yeah He's he's great. I like him. I know he's a highlight reel, and that kind of offsets the stuff that's bad that people don't see. So I'm glad that you brought up his defense because that is a very glaring issue. But he can correct some of these stuff. And, yeah, and it, this is his first like full season as being part of a team and getting to play with them. Yeah. And I think there's a lot to be learned there. You know, not not everybody's Paulo Bancaro or Sha- yeah. Shaquille O'Neal out the gate. Like for sure, some people got to play a little bit and learn styles. So he's gonna be fine. There's hope, hope. About him. There's hope, hope, yet, yet for Bull Bull. Sure, sure. <laughs> All right. Well, that's Social Media Roundup. Let us know. Anytime you see something interesting out there on the interwebs, throw us an at court underscore cousins on Twitter and Instagram. If we like it, if we get a laugh out of it, if we're scratching our beards over it, hey, maybe it'll end up on the show. Mm-hmm. So thanks for making our jobs easier. Well, we said it's a packed show, Peach, and it is, and we have a new segment. 
right now. Mm-hmm. We're calling it Five with a Fan. It's a working mm-hmm. title. We're not sure. I kind of like it. It's it's ring has a ring to it. But it's five enough. I don't know. You like what some- about dozen with a second cousin? <laughs> rhymes. We love a good rhyme here, but I think a dozen minutes is a little too much. We want to do this in every single episode. So five with a fan, or because it's second cousins, maybe five with the family. I don't know. Let us know in the comments. You got a good uh, name that rhymes, and maybe there's some alliteration in it. Let us know. Five for family. Yeah. Okay. This edition is a special Orlando Magic edition where we've got a bunch of second cousins for five minutes here. I asked them, what do they think about the chances in the plan? Is it something that they're after? And also, what do they think or what do they feel we're going to be doing with those two draft picks this offseason? Check it out, everybody. Wings are everything, homie. Picking us up. Random strangers off the street. That was very nice of you. No problem, man. No problem. (laughs) Looking forward to it. We talked about it a little bit, so it's fun, man. He says the lighting is great. It's been fun. It's been fun. So you're looking at it like on a season, as a season-ending number, you'd be happy with 30. Because that's a big improvement, eight games. It's a big improvement. We hit more than 22 wins. It's already a win. You're thinking long-term. It's already a win. We have already won. We have already gotten to... We've already beaten last year, so we're happy. Let's make sure our guys are healthy, they stay sharp. But let's give some guys some reps. Let's see what Caleb's got. Let's see what Chuma's got. Let's see what Isaac's got. Those are all decisions we're going to have to make anyway. Don't spend no money on Fred Van Fleet or any of these other players that you're just going to take away minutes from someone else. Let, let's be homegrown. You know, let's not be one of these guys. I love guys that, that too. Let's be homegrown. That feels better, right? You know I mean, look at these guys. I know. Look at these guys, man. Like, well, this is what we're homegrown. talking about, right? Let's be. If those can be the guys let's that be the guys, man. I love Wendell too, man. Like, that, that's so much better feeling. She gets me as high a talking team. about the magic, dude. So. As a team, I'm fucking. I'm feeling I'm it right now right. too, right? I'm getting right. Let's have a good game. I guess if I really think about it, my wet dream would be to make the play-in. Yeah. Because like. At this point, like more talent is needed, but a mature, like a, a maturation of the talent we currently have is worth more than bringing in a new stud with A plus potential who couldn't, maybe not jive. Yeah, or doesn't jive with the guys that we already got. Maybe yeah. he wants to be the guy, and we yeah. already have guys who kind of are the guy. So you believe in Paulo and Franz, is what I'm hearing. Yes, I do too. I, be, I believe in that. I'm a six-time fantasy champ in the last like two years. Illegal. He's a criminal. Get him, Florida. Get him. He's gambling. I'm not doing it locally. We're just, we're just here for the video. He calls the state borders. Don't worry. For the video. He goes out on a boat just in the Cuban waters. And it's okay. International, baby. So we got we got to do that down here. I know tonight. Tonight he's putting up thirty. We're trying that. Follow, follow. Wow. Thirty. He's confident. Detroit. Like Detroit's it. weak. Detroit's weak. They beat us twice. We're gonna sweep them the rest of the series. So the rest of the season, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I, I like that confidence, man. Cause Paulo, like, that's the only thing. He he went into All Star break not shooting it well. But we don't need to talk about the three point shots that we had. I'm not gonna talk about that. No. One for. Oh yeah. shit! I already talked shit. about it. Sorry. Yeah. Damn it. See, this is why. I can't be on camera right now, Blair. I'm trying to get things in order down here. I'm trying. <laughs> I can be hopeful and say we can sniff it, but realistically, I think Washington, uh, Chicago. Those teams don't want to lose. Well, they're all trying to compete, yeah. especially because we have Chicago's pick. We pretty much own Chicago at this point. Yeah, I mean, right. So, so uh, I think we started off like four and 
15 or something like that at the beginning of the season. So I think it might be out of our reach. Yeah. But next year, we're going to be good. We're going to be complete. We're going to start off not with four wins. Yes. We'll, be, we'll be good. We'll be good. Yes. So what do you want to do with Aussie with those two picks? Are, you, are we going to take both of them? Are we going to, what, what do you want us to do? I hope we don't take both of them because okay. that means I feel like some of our core, someone's probably going to get moved then because yeah. we only have so many spots. Yeah. Uh, I know everyone wants us to draft a guard too. Yep. Even though I like our guard core personally. Yeah, so we're blessed to have depth. Yes. Unfortunately, it's a tough blessing. But, but someone gets squeezed out. Someone will. Someone will. And I, I love the way that Jalen Suggs has been playing lately. He's, he's finally starting to turn it on. It's, yeah. it's been a little scary, a little questionable. Yeah. He's had a little bit of injury, some tunnel vision. Right. But like, in his rookie year, yeah. technically, yeah. in terms of games. So, so he's, he's starting to figure it out more. Sure. And I like Cole Anthony. He's been, his on and off switch has been turned on. It's staying so on. It's it's been on tonight, baby. Yes, yes. So if he keeps that up, then I don't really want a new guard. I'm happy with who we got. And you can't be the personality of Cole. You can't. Well, that's why he's my favorite. I mean, he's he's the favorite. He has to be the favorite. Go ahead, then. Yeah, he's not fucking around. No. Yes. We have 23 games left. Yeah. What are you thinking on wins? What are you thinking on win totals? All right. So this one, I'm just going for the home run. Okay. I like it. 15 and eight. <laughs> Why not? Play in, baby. Why not? Why not us? Why not now? Why not? Season, we right? started what? Five and five and what? Five and twenty was it? Was something stupid? Yeah, I think that's right. And then we did this turnaround. So why not finish Whoa. strong? I think I'm a, I'm a steal from Philip, the Godfather okay. here a little. I think yes, missing the absolutely. play game by half a game is honestly a good thing because we yeah. kind of need that pain. Maybe you know what I mean, like. Kind of just that disappointment will kind of fuel the fire, and knowing that we're right there, I think will kind of maybe motivate the team to work throughout the summer. Long story short, I think as long as we're healthy, we've proven we're a 500 team. Like with the new draft lottery, even at four and five, right. we have pretty good odds. Yeah. I, honestly, I'm along for the ride. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I love where our team is at. I think no matter what, we have a bright future. So I'm, I'm just along for the ride. Travis, we're out here. We're on the porch. We're drinking ultras. Don't tell his kids. <laughs> they can't swear yet or drink, I assume. No, no, they cannot. <laughs> so for me, I think I'm really pleased with the young core that we have. So at this point, I'm more about building confidence going into next season than going for the draft pick, right? So you want them wins? I, I want the wins. So if we could finesse the you said 22 games left? Yeah. If I could see 15 and 7, even if we didn't make the play-in game, that, that gives me a lot of momentum. That's going to be, nice. Yeah. I feel like truly we have one of the deepest teams in the NBA right now in terms of guys that you feel okay with giving you 10 or 15 minutes. So I think we either go center or shooting guard. Like what are we missing other than an upgraded shooting guard, right? In which you're not going to yeah. get immediately out of draft. Yeah, I'm living this life with a different attitude. Don't flip, don't trip, keeping up the good mood, cooking up some good All right, so um, <laughs> good times. Thanks, everyone, who was in that video. Can't remember everyone. We got Blair, Andy was in there. Alex. Raf kicked it off. Raf kicked it off. Yachty was in there. I think I just got everybody. So yep. shout out to you all. Thanks so much for coming through Court Cousins Night. It was great kicking it with you. Um, yeah, while, you we're, while we're talking about Raf, yeah. not only was he met, met up with us the first night, showing us around, tons of recommendations. Yep. He hung out with me and watched the game when we played the Pelicans and then joined us on the uh the, oh, on the uh, recap. The recap afterwards. Yeah, that was fun. From the streets of Orlando. So that was fun. Big, big thanks to Raf. Dude's got presence, too. He knocked it out the park. For sure, man. First we didn't try. even. 
He was like me. No. We had no notes. Yeah. <laughs> just winging it from the street, holding <laughs> bums off, being like, now we're doing a thing. Uh, it's good times. But, Check it you out. know, it was great to hear a variety of Magic fans' thoughts mm. um, on the play-in, on the picks. We've already established on this show that we were fighting for the play-in. Yeah. That was five, six games ago now. Um, I don't know how you feel, but I'm feeling like coming back down to reality a little bit. It's seeming more and more unfeasible as we keep doing the seesaw of one win, one loss, and the teams ahead of us, as was stated, I think, in Blair's interview, they're good teams. They're not trying to lose. Right. We there's like four of them too. Like, Be difficult to it's make. It's tough. It. Yeah, you'd have to go on a huge run here. Yeah, uh, but it's looking less and less. J. One of the I things we now. have not mentioned yet that I'm surprised we didn't, and that's this is on me because it should have been in one of my what I learned. One of the coolest things about this trip for you is the same thing that was cool for me is it was nice to talk Orlando Magic basketball yes. with somebody who's not not living in the same house as you because <laughs> we don't have that around here. Very. True. Nobody else even knows we really do this or knows anything about the magic yep so uh that was definitely a cool experience and and it's a simple thing but it needs to be said that it was cool to chop it up with all you guys down there who know your stuff so that was awesome and there there was a lot of confidence yadi is 15 and 8 that seems to be disintegrating there yadi i'm sorry that's already almost dissolving in in thin air yo i expected nothing less from yadi of that answer right there eternal amazing love it yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and a couple other folks but i think the, the take that I like there, I, I think, um, is that Andy gave, uh, quoting from Philip Rossman Reich, is, you know, if we don't make it, that's okay. It is. And yeah. we'll probably we'll probably come up a little bit short. Sure. And that actually might be the most advantageous outcome for us right now, especially with Jonathan Isaac going down. Now I'm more in the camp of like, all right, well, let me see what one of these picks is. Because now we do kind of need another high upside guy. Mm-hmm. I thought Jonathan Isaac was going to be potentially that high upside guy. Now I'm, I have nothing. I have no expectations now with that. So as as I some of the guys mentioned, I, I think uh, Alex mentioned this too, just having one more bite at the apple of the draft, talking about those two picks, I, I can see us making both of them. I know we've talked about taking one, trading yeah, one, maybe pairing them and trying to move up. I don't think moving up is too realistic. People don't like to really move too, too much, especially if you're in those top three picks. But I don't know. I, I think I'd like one more bite of the apple now with J.I. going down, with Franz twisting the ankle, although Coach Mosley said he's fine and I'll be back. We need another high upside guy, another or two high potential guys and, and see what they turn into. How you feeling about this piece playing and, and the picks? Uh, I've been saying this the whole time. I said it to people down there. We're, we're playing with house money here. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that the team's been playing well. Um, I like that you can count on, you can kind of coin flip whether we're going to win or not. I mean, that wasn't us last year. Okay. We, yeah. This, this trading wins thing is actually good, right? Cause last year we'd be lucky to get one win in, in a seven or eight game span. Nah, so now nah, to be right. able to look at one every other game, that's a big jump in one year. Huge. Do not belittle huge. how huge that is. That is the yeah. flower going way, way faster. Yeah. Some fertilizer got on there and it's going way faster than you would think. Yeah. So I love that. And I think if we make it great, if we don't also, there are great things that can come from that there. This team's going to still be hungry, whether we make the plan 
and lose that first game or don't, yep. there's still the fire's still going to be there because things have been going in an upward direction already. So they want to continue that. And we feel we should be there. So we need to do it. Right. And a lot of people talked about that bad start. Right. If we don't have that bad start, <laughs> we are in that conversation, right? Like we're one of those teams that has that record. The so. bad start, dude. It was funny because every interview I talked to people about it and, and you were busy doing like the raffle and stuff. You were doing other stuff. So that's why I was interviewing people. But everyone had a slightly different number. Yeah. <laughs> everyone was like, yeah, we started like, what was it? Like four and 16. Someone's like, yeah, we're five and 18. I'm like, yeah, I just agreed with all of them. Sure. I, don't, I don't really know. Does anyone know what's what was the latest number i don't know what it was but that i feel we, like it was like started, five and 20 we started shitty yeah that is the, is the main story of that right. the main idea of that story but we we're missing a lot of players we weren't yeah. whole once we figured out how to play together and better and people got healthy we've it been a different team since then yeah you bring that whole team for a whole season that's great but you're going to add some more pieces either through the draft or or otherwise mm-hmm. so your, your potential to get even better is still there so i would imagine that next year that's when you're really like, hey, we need to be in that plan or, you know, seven, eight, maybe yep, six. That's the expectation. You know, that that's our expectation for next year. So it doesn't really matter what happens the rest of this year as long as guys stay healthy, they learn how to play together, and they realize that this is there and they keep that positive energy. Amen. Sky's the limit. Let's go, baby. And uh, so how do you like five with a fan? It's a, it's a new segment. Uh, we're going to be extending that offer to our second cousin tier over on the Patreon. So go check that out if you'd like to be on the show. Here's your opportunity. All right, now we are going What if going we in. call it high five and then and you you get a little of the devil's <laughs> lettuce in there <laughs> and interview him that way? <laughs> well, that's funny that you mentioned that because with the Mikhail Petras interview, there was a lot of people <laughs> well, in the something. comments that yeah. really appreciated my um my my mental state at that time. Right. Okay. And they thought like maybe that should be a regular thing. Like Kyle crunked interviews, like zombie Kyle interviews. You know, we can make it a thing and just feed me for the night. And then I have to interview someone at the end of the night. There's lots of good ideas happening here. So let us know in the comments. What do we keep? What do we get rid of? I thought that was just going to be for the outtakes, but it's in the show now. (laughs) Now there is a segment that is not in dispute. It's starter backup and bench. It's an oldie and a goodie, but it's a special Orlando edition. We're going to start with a little magic talk. Let's start. Do you want to start with the magic talk or the Orlando talk or, or do a little sandwich? Let's end with that because I feel like that could be the most controversial. Hell yeah. All right. So we're <laughs> going to start with some magic talk. Man, Paulo has had a couple really nice clutch games against the New Orleans Pelicans and then most recently last night against the Charlotte Hornets, Charlotte Hornets where he kind of just took over in the fourth quarter at the end towards the end of the game, hitting big shot after big shot. So... This starter backup in bench is Peach. Who do you want the ball in the hands of to win the game? Is it Paulo, Markel, or Franz? Well, it's starter backup bench, so I'm going to get to select them all. As my starter, I'm going with Markel Fultz. Backup, mm-hmm. I'm going with Paulo. And on the bench, I'm going with Franz. You know, yep. I love me some yeah. Franz, but I'll start there on the bench. Um, I see Franz miss shots from time to time. Mm-hmm. At, at key points and he doesn't get calls from the officials so basically because of the not getting the calls from the officials that's why he's on the bench oh. he doesn't get that love okay especially in the important part of the game time Got he it. likes to play those angles off the window which i love but i do see those hitting and missing and i don't see him getting a foul call paulo i see getting that foul call so that's why i have him as the backup because i feel like no matter what he does 
it's going to be either a foul call or it's it's going to be something that's going to be positive a little bit more. And I want the ball in Fultz's hands most of the time for us because he's a great decision maker. He's a fantastic ball handler. He's good at getting to his kill spots, as you love. He, know, <laughs> he knows when he's got that shot and when he doesn't. He can get to his area. But if he's not there, he's not going to force it, and he's a great passer. So that's that's mm. who that's – my three. Well, I had the same order, but I'm going to mix it up just for uh, just for the sake of the show. Ah. Um, to try to sometimes that's the right answer. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. To try to bring some numbers to bear on this, as I like to do, just to provide some evidence, you know, for my claims here. I looked up for our team in the NBA fourth quarter when they there's a five point differential between the team scores. Someone who's played at least 18 games. What are the best plus minuses there? Who's had the most points, actually? And Markel is 39th in the league. Paulo's 55th. And Franz is 101st. So your eye test, piece, what you enjoyed, you kind of put them out at, as they were. I'm going to switch it up, though. I'm going to go with Paulo as my starter just because he's really impressed me as of late. screw the numbers you looked up, screw right? screw the numbers I looked up. You know, sometimes <laughs> you got to go with the eye test, and the eye test tells me that Paulo is on one right now, that he's taking his game up to a different level, that he understands he's a guy down the stretch that can create his own shot, get to the, get to the hoop, get to the line, and get a bucket. He said after the interview, this is what I've been doing. I get buckets. Mm-hmm. If, some, if the team needs me to go and get a bucket – I can do that. He can. Um, you know, not far behind, I guess, my uh, backup would be Markel Fultz. Both of those guys, Paulo and Markel, they just bring a little bit more in terms of isolation scoring than Franz. Um, Franz made some tremendous leaps early in the season, even though it was ugly for us because we had no point guard and he had to be the guard. So his ball handling, his guard play, as much improved, but it's still not at the level of the handle of Paulo right. Bancaro and then Markel Fultz, who's ahead of all of them. But I'll still put Markel as my starter just because of the size and the mismatch and the isolation opportunity, which sadly, in late-game situations, a lot of times it just comes to, hey, my best guy versus your best guy, right. and I'm taking Paulo Bancaro. Okay, fair enough. All right, you ready for the next one, Peach? Sure. Okay, so now more Orlando-themed. Starter back of and bench. Items to steal from the Magic Hall of Fame inside Amway. Yeah, for me, it's all about that 30 assists in a game ball. From it's got to be, guys. right? Uh, it's my starter, it's my backup, and it's my bench. Wow! There, there's a lot of other items in there that are definitely cool, mm-hmm. but that one, to me, connects. I remember watching that game on the Sunshine Network because we were <laughs> in Florida at the yeah. time it happened. Yeah. But we had tickets to the game before it and the game after it, and that was the one we didn't go to. Uh, right? But... Still got to see it and be a part of it, kind of in a way. Um, so that that for me would be what of what I, I mean. There wasn't anything else there that was like that groundbreaking that I had to have. But that for me is 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 the thing I'd want. I took some artistic liberties here because I didn't remember exactly what was in the case, and I tried to watch the video, but I didn't really get good shots of the cases. Yeah. So I agree with you. The starter's got to be the record-setting 30-assist ball. Right. We don't have any other records, right? We don't have Which, any other NBA records I think that used to be at the Basketball Hall of Fame, and we didn't see it when we went there. So it Screw, makes we're sense not, that I'm not that's digging that up now. again. Screw the M- NBA Hall of Fame. It's poverty. No it's not the you. NBA Hall of Fame. It's the Basketball Hall of Fame. That's the problem. Well, that's part of the problem. As my backup, I'm going to take a, sh- a Shaq shoe. That was at the game. They were mm. auctioning okay, a Shaq shoe. Yep. It is 
just like so much more ginormous than oh, yeah. you would think. It would take up like our whole freaking shelf right here. You could put two beers in there. It would be sick just to have as a nice piece boys. on the set. So if anyone has a plug for one of those, we need a shack shoe. That would be my starter. Okay. Or that would be my backup. I'm sorry. That's a good one. And then uh, as a bench, that's, this wasn't in the Hall of Fame, I don't believe. But I want the Dwight Howard Superman cape. Oh. Yeah. I think that'd be a cool piece. That would be neat. I could put it on in my undies, run around the house. You know, it'd be sweet. Okay. What do you think? Like, think what, what what pieces of Orlando Magic memorabilia would you want? What would be your starter back? There's the got to be something we missed there. I know there's they, a lot of. They stuff. had the scorebook from like when they made the finals, but like we didn't win any games in that one. So yeah, I don't know if I really want that. I said when we we looked through that at the polar at the Solar Bears game, right? That's when mm -hmm. we kind of went through it a little bit. But then I was getting content and I wasn't actually digesting it. Yeah. That's kind of the problem, actually, sometimes about right. I, problem about doing the podcast i love the podcast but right. i feel sometimes i need to get video or content and i'm not really present in the moment because i'm videotaping things same, same. so i said i really want to get a good look at the hall of fame and then it didn't i didn't so i still need <laughs> to like take just a no camera 30 minute stroll next time right. we go down and read all the placards and really go through the thing because i want to right i still haven't Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Something that I did do a lot of was eating that taco. No, baby, I didn't cheat on you. Don't worry. Unbelievable. There is a lot of Mexican food down in Orlando, one of the things that makes it great. And we got a lot of recommendations for good taco spots. So we are going to do Orlando edition best taco joint piche. Uh, Starter, back of and bench, what you got? This is uber tough for me right now because I'm super hungry. I have not eaten yep. this entire day yet. This is bad. And now we have to talk about some of the most delicious yeah. tacos I've ever had. If you haven't <laughs> eaten, turn this off right now. <laughs> Listen later. Eat um, first. Yeah, look, as a disclaimer, look, I'm sure we may not have hit your favorite lo local taco spot. We're, there's there's still some meat there's, in the taco for the next time we go <laughs> that we can check out those places. But together, you and I checked out three, and then I checked out an additional one after you left. So yeah. those are the ones we have to work with. Mm -hmm. So, you know, cut us some slack. Yeah. You know, we may have missed a good one. I know Taco Cat was on my to-do list. If I had a time for a fifth, I would have hit that one. So make a list in the comments section of the places we got to go next time, and then we'll do this again with those. So and just see if they'll give us free food. Only <laughs> hold what we're about to say based on the fact that we went to, I went to four and you went to three. And I that's went to how four as well. I went to one without you. Oh, you did? Mm -hmm. What was the one you went to without me? Jessica's Frinturas Catering Oh, truck. that's right. Yeah. That's right. Are they making your list? Yeah, they're an honorable mention. Okay. Well, I, I, as my bench, I have the one I went to without you, which is okay. called Tacos My Gui or Guy or... <laughs> I'm not really sure how you say that. Um, <laughs> I wasn't going to look it up because that's just not yeah, who I am. It's funnier when you do it like I that. I don't know what it is, but like, yeah, the, the ordering in there was a little funky because I ordered two tacos and I got four. Oh. Um, but once I, you know, the food itself, the the establishment, everyone was very polite. They came and they checked to ask how things were. It was a good experience, but they're definitely a bench. But to be fair, honestly, of all of these places, there were better tacos than I've had in New England. There's mm. only a couple places in New England where I've had good tacos. So these these are all still better than our average taco spot around here. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Don't listen to him. Well, why don't you just go with yours then? Because <laughs> obviously right. mine doesn't all matter. Right. I don't it know food. Matter. You I'm know, not you fat don't. or anything. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, Peach, I prepare for this segment probably more than any segment that we're that we have here. 
Oh god damn it! He makes like a page of notes for almost everything. So this no, this has is to long. Be a two or this three is pager. a full page. Unbelievable! A full slide that I have. I take tacos seriously. That's why I'm offended right now that you say this is better than any New England. That's not true, sir. We've got great tacos for in Bridgeport. Me? Yeah, but you don't <sighs> eat onions. Yeah. So what? Well, onions are a key ingredient in a street taco. I didn't have it. Okay, I'm not judging based on street taco. Okay, you know I'm best. I I had no I had no onions in any of these tacos. You know what? That's important, Pish. Is to to have a caveat. We're comparing apples to oranges. I didn't get the same thing at any of these three establishments either. Actually, right. And uh, yeah, we didn't get the same type of taco from each place. So yeah, it is a little different on that. Right. I guess if we really wanted to have a very defined taste test yes we'd have to set some rubrics and parameters fair but i'm also counting in the establishment the aesthetic of everything okay uh, you know did well, it fill me up was i good like it's all right. part of it for me me being offended uh blocked you off but so why don't you continue okay so yeah <laughs> on my bench i had tacos my my gui my, my, uh as as the backup i've got the tavern that's okay. That, that's that little place we went to yeah. right when we got there, and it's kind of like a little hole in the wall dive bar. Yeah, it was around the corner from where we were staying, and they were way better than they had any business being. Yes, that's... we actually went back the next night to get more because it was just convenient by our place. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know if I've ever gone back to back places like that because you know it was and it was just as good the second night. It was very good, and I get pork tacos. I don't I don't mess around with just usually regular beef or anything. Yep, I get the good stuff. Seventy five West Colonial Drive. It was a good spot. I, I feel like that was maybe under the radar. Maybe a lot of Orlando people don't know. So check them out. Yeah. If you're looking for a new spot. Got uh, a good story about them in a second. My starter is Tin and Taco. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one of their, I think, double cheeseburger ones. I had like some cheese on the outside of the oh. taco kind of grilled. Uh, oh, unbelievable. And they also had a great uh, sign in there, which I took a picture with. Oh, yeah. What was it? Uh, taco. Talk taco, taco to taco, me. Or taco something? dirty to me. Taco dirty to me. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. And and, I, and it's, it's a great place. I felt like that was a good portion. The two tacos I got were filling. The taste was amazing on those. That was... Right there. None of this was really Chef like, I think kiss. most of the tacos we have uh, w- without being drunk. So it's not like, you know, how when you're drunk, sometimes all food is good. Yeah. It, this That shouldn't play in for me because I wasn't ever that level of drunk when we had these tacos. I might have been a couple beers in, but. Yeah, I don't know if I can say the same thing, but I'll give my order now. <laughs> um, but yes, I do want to separate myself from Peach as a food connoisseur. Um, <laughs> as a snob. <laughs> no, but I, I do take my tacos seriously. All right. Uh, and Mexican food seriously. Um, I did eat 150 burritos in 2011 and I did keep track. So I just want people to know. And I, when I visit friends in San Diego, I eat exclusively tacos. So I just want people to know my resume as I'm coming to this, uh, to this, uh, starter back of a bench here. Super important. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have my starter peach. As the Tavern Bar and Grill at 75 West Colonial Drive. Okay, wow. Yeah. I mean, so see that they guy. had we had Berea tacos, which seems to be a very uh, popular style down in Orlando. It's not as popular up here, but that's like a, a, de- a, a taco that's like refried and has this delicious like gravy that it comes with. Oh, mwah. beef is just falls off the bone. It's slow cooked. It's tremendous. It was. A lot of burrito style tacos there, um, but this one is just more for the experience. We came in, we we had just 
landed late. There weren't a lot of places open. We stumbled over. We kind of walked over to this uh, tavern bar and grill. Didn't look like much from the outside. We go in. There's this this gentleman there that is just very hospitable, yeah. let's say. We, we got free nachos. Oh, yeah. He he required us to do a shot and bought our drinks for us. Yep. Um, the tacos were delicious. Um, and then he asked me to check out his cock. But, like, it wasn't, like, gay vibes. Not that there was anything wrong with gay vibes. I'm just setting the scene for people. It was more like bro vibes. You know, he's like oh, a I thought he had, like, bro. a rooster out in his car or something. No, 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 no. His, his penis. Huh. Yeah, he was, yeah, just trying to paint the picture for everyone. Um, which, you know, it... There was a lady there. It was weird. It was it was bro vibes for sure. But he was a nice guy. But he was hammered. Super, um, super vital for the standard yeah. backup bench. It was just. It, <laughs> but you know, I understand. You know what ladies are getting. All I had to do was take a gaze down at this man's junk, and he got me free nachos and a bunch of shots. I mean, ladies have it good. I didn't even have to touch it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the show's about to get me too. <laughs> Um, the backup was tin and taco. That was a very different experience. I had an al pastor bowl, which is normally my go-to taco. It's a slow-cooked pork mm-hmm. um, with the pineapple and pi- uh, pineapple chunks, pineapple glaze in there, over yellow rice. It was absolutely slamming. This would be my number one, if not for getting bought drinks and free nachos at, ta- at Tavern. Okay. Um, because they also had really quality brand soda. Oh, good point. Which they was did. nice. And it, I had a really delicious root beer. It's a good place to go for something quick. You know, it was informal seating, mm-hmm. not necessarily a date spot. Could be a date spot if there's like something else happening after, you know, a quick eat, but really good for fast food. You could tell it was probably made sometime, you know, earlier in that day, like good shit. Um, so it was very good. And then on the bench is Gringos Locos. Um, it's just as it sounds. It's for white boys. Don't go there. Latin people, you shouldn't even look at this restaurant. Um, it may bring some type of curse on you or your family. The Chupacabra may try to come and get you if you look at this. My uh, Puerto Ricans know what I'm talking about. Um, but really, this is just, it was like a dressed up Cadoba. It just felt <laughs> like it was that's, very mediocre. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good. Impersonation yeah. of Mexican food. Like you said, when I. Bo- ordered tacos, I ordered three tacos, and it gave me six. That's not how tacos work, ladies and gentlemen. Right. You order tacos a la carte. You order one at a time. That's yeah. how tacos work. It's tripped up that they gave us two at a time, and they were not good. The tortilla was not right. It was too overpowering for their weekly season meats. We waited a long time for tacos, which shouldn't that take good. that long. And there was only three people working in there, one person on the register and two Putting things together, that place was way too busy. A sketchy bathroom. It was was a bathroom from the Saw movie, dude. Well, it was busy. Yeah, it kind of was. But it was creepy. Kind of busy because it was before the Magic and and the the soccer game. Yeah. So like everybody was just down there, like trying to feed it up. But Tin and Taco was around the corner. I could see developing a relationship with this taco place if like I'm drunk and this is the place that's close to downtown and I always go here. Yeah. But like it didn't it didn't knock my socks off at all. Like. I just that's why yeah. I didn't even make my list. Yeah, it wouldn't be on my list. I just didn't know we were including ones that we went to individually. So I had an honorable mention with again Jessica's Frenturis catering truck. Okay. That was near a bar that I met Yadi at that the I Lucky don't Lore. remember it. The Lucky Lore that was near there. Um just parked in a parking lot right up down the street. So they would definitely have knocked uh Gringos Locos off the list. Okay. But 
That's where it is. Well, well, a lot of people suggested Gringo's Locos, so we probably had to bring them up in some way, shape, or form. Because that, that was like one of the first places that was suggested to me, and I'm just like, you know what? Don't make that suggestion to people. Because they got it. much better right, right, just right in the Orlando Tin and Taco downtown. is around yeah. the corner. Uh, yeah, do not do that. Yeah. Go there. But thank you for the recommendations, all the recommendations. <laughs> Tin and Taco was a recommendation Tin and Taco, well. not a sponsor yet, but yeah. hey. We're trying. Go. We're trying to move Let's into talk the about food it. space. <laughs> We're trying to move into the food space. Every year we go down, we'll do some food recommendations. What are your favorite spots in Orlando? We really just wanted to highlight not just the magic, but Orlando as a city. And there's right. a lot of good eats. There's a lot of good things to do. Yeah. And just go, you know, go I, and hang out there. I think that we're a good group to be able to rate food because mm -hmm. you are the high-end food snob who, yes. even when drunk, wouldn't mm -hmm. eat food at the the Harry Buffalo mm -hmm. and had to decide, I've got to go find somewhere else to eat. I can't yeah. eat this. Yes. And, and I am like the complete opposite of like, oh, I need some food. Was that food? I will eat that food. <laughs> so like... <laughs> I am a real fucking snob, aren't I? But I am the complete opposite because yeah. I'm just like, I don't really care for food, but I need it to live. That's true. We're both ends of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. We are almost the perfect... Yeah, trying. if I could live off an IV bag that supplied me with the things food gave me, I'd be cool with it. I yeah. would eat once in a while just to be social. For taste, it's sort of like I drink. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys eat wings? I'll have some, sure. <laughs> just one though. I have my bag. <laughs> and now, epic show continuing. It's time to recap. What happened in the Court Cousins Championship? Ding, 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 ding. Yes, uh, each month we will set five bets that we will track throughout that month to decide who gets that beautiful golden beauty right there to hang over their shoulder. Peach is a champion, but we had five wagers. The winner of the wagers gets to decide the shootout, which then will determine who gets to hold on to the belt. Yeah, that's the first time we're doing it, so we're yeah. just, we just wanted to have an element of an actual somewhat shootout yep. uh, into this and, and give the person who may have been screwed by people not playing because of injury or whatever yep. a chance to still stay in it with the shooting. So And, aspect, so. and of course, like I kept losing and losing and losing the court because it's championship, and because I'm a little bitch and I'm an only child, I was like, this sucks. I just keep losing. Can we do something with the format? And then we changed the format, and of course I fucking win. Mm-hmm. And I could have just had the belt. Right, but I'm cool with it because some only children aren't bitches. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how the bets went down, Apollo 30 Burgers, I had, took the under, and I won, sadly. Um, Sug Steals, Anthony Unwin suggested this. Peach took the under and won. Um, Moritz Charges, Peach said that at 6.5. I took the under. He got five, but just not quite there. Yep. Fultz points. I set the bar way too low on this. 13. Sure. Peace jumped all over it. Took the over. He won. Markel, 16.6 points a game in the past month. Nice job, sir. Um, and another fan-inspired one over on our Patreon. Get to decide this. Gary Harris, threes total. Um, the total was 20.5. That was way high. I took well, the under. He, missed he, a got, game. he did miss a uh -huh. game. That's fair. And he got 16. So I guess it wasn't really that crazy if he was in that game. Hits two or three, then you're at 19, maybe. Yeah. That's damn was, close. So close. you're right. Um, but I edged out three victories to two. And so I decided on a very difficult kicking a mini ball into a mini hoop. Feet. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're doing this challenge here uh, because I play soccer 
uh, a little bit more competitively than Peach, so I think I have an advantage trying to kick something into a net. But I don't know. You played play the new soccer. I have a lot of soccer, yeah. Yeah, alright, let's go try. I should get a little more advantage, too. Let me get the first three. Whoa! Three? You're just gonna kick three in a row? Three in a row, and then we go back I, and forth. Wow! Yeah. And if you just make one, I'm done? Yep. I don't even get a rebuttal? Correct. No. You can get a rebuttal. You can get a rebuttal. Okay. That's fair. But do I want to get three rebuttals? No, you get one rebuttal. Unbelievable. Just going in cold. These are your rules. That seems... <laughs> I know, but I thought we were going to gentlemanly agree on that. Give me the rock. That seems, that seems a little unfair. Will you give me two? I think this might be easier than you think. Will you give me two? I don't think so. Bro. Times were had by all, and now it's time, Peach. Yes, to set some new wagers Indeed. for the next month. I believe you're going first, sir. We're giving two each, and then the Patreons out there go to our Patreon webpage and chime in. You get to decide the fifth, which we'll talk about next show. All right, Peach, what do you got for me? First one. Well, uh, I've got Cole Anthony. He's mm -hmm. averaging 12.1 points per game this season, which yep. seems low, right? It's very low. Um, he just had a big breakout game mm -hmm. after having a game where he only scored about two. Yeah. Uh, he had a 28-pointer. So, uh, But in the last five, mm -hmm. he's at 13.8. Hmm. So he's kind of on the uptick, yeah. definitely leading the scoring off the bench. I'm going to set the line for this next series of 12 games at 13.5 based on the last uh. five, which has seemed more Coley. That's that's a good that's a good line, Peach. I'm gonna be the optimistic Magic fan and take the over. I think Cole has been struggling a little bit, but but like our boy Blair on the fan five with a fan, he said the switch has been turned on lately, and I do tend to agree. I'm hoping that none of those two point duds are gonna be coming in the next stretch, and just because of that, the average will be over thirteen and thirteen point five. Um, I got another shooting one, but this one with Jalen, because he's been shooting the rock pretty damn well lately. 38.5% from three in the last 12 games. We got 12 more on the slate here. So that's on 3.3 attempts per game. Will he continue to shoot at least 37% from three, sir? What say you? I am a man wearing a Jalen Suggs jersey. <laughs> yes, you uh, are. So I get what you've done here, but yes, I will yes, not be suckered into this. Okay. I will take the under. Peach takes the under, under 37%. You see that, Jalen? I believed in you. He bought your jersey, but it's false. All right? There's He's... a monetary value attached to this. No, so. no, it's false. It's false. Don't. I just don't feel like he shoots a lot. So. Well, it doesn't. that's why it's percentage. It's not I attempts. Guess, it's just but... percentage. All right, you got the last one. No, I have the next one. Oh, uh, yeah, true. 
So lately we've been talking about it. We're doing a one win, one loss, one mm-hmm. win, one loss kind of thing. Yep. There's 12 games here. Yep. Just makes sense to set this line at 6.1 wins. How many wins are we getting in the next 12 games? Oh, we're doing a win. See, Peach has gotten really tactical about this. He's just filling these in now. He doesn't fill them in before the show, so I don't have time. So if you will allow me, let me think out loud for a moment. Mm-hmm. We've got Portland, tough game. Milwaukee, tough game. Utah, tough game, but winnable. Miami, we have problems with them. San Antonio, that should be a win. Phoenix, tough game. Clippers, tough game. Lakers should be a win. Washington, Ooh, tough game. Wow. Knicks, tough game. Brooklyn, that should be a win. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go, I'm sadly going to go under on this. I'm sorry to be the, um, pessimistic magic fan here, but those are some tough teams and Franz is out with an ankle right now for maybe one or two of these Milwaukee. They're a freaking buzzsaw. Uh, Phoenix has Kevin Durant. Now the Clippers are playing better. Washington's playing for something. New York's playing for something. The only gimmies I see here is really San Antonio, maybe Brooklyn, maybe Utah. Those are the ones I expect us to win. Yeah, Brooklyn's Me- playing pretty well, too. So. We're playing Memphis if John Morant is still on the team at that point. I don't know. Um, that could change that. Yep. I was just trying to see if I could get you to bait in the optimistic portion. Uh, I feel like six would be very, very great. If that would be that. wonderful. I feel like five is more doable. So I think you're yep. in good shape. The, the last, last one here good. is WCJ. Um, in his last 12, has posted 14.8 points and 9.3 rebounds. That's his averages. So I am proposing to you, sir, a combined points and rebounds line of 25. That would be a 15 and 10 line, which he's pretty much been at. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, that's Wendell. Yeah, that's right Wendell there. right there, baby. <laughs> so you're saying is it's Wendell going to have a good group of games? Or and now with Ji out, is he going to get some more minutes too? I mean, Honestly, I kind of feel like if I could take twenty five, I just would. That that that's the number. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll take the over just to be optimistic on this one. Okay. Um, it's a tough line. It's set right where it should be. But it is exactly where it should be. That's yeah. exactly what we usually get from Wendell. I know he'll probably have a couple great games in there, have a couple bad ones, and that that's that's what an average is. <laughs> Amen. And so, of course, the Patreons, you set the last one. Head on over there. Engage in that sex, uh, discussion on our uh, homepage. We'll be using that and updating you at, on the next episode as to which of those wagers we took. And a special thank you to those second cousins who are supporting us and the All-Stars on our Patreon. We got those goals, and we really appreciate you helping us to reach them. I'm telling you, 300 is going to be sick. There's going to be a bunch of exclusive content in that campaign. Shout out to all of those All-Stars and second cousins. Um, Magic Player History, Wiffle, Andy Torres, Dylan Holden, Drum, Omid Sabrakani, Rafael Perez, Breadhead, Al, Matthew Bell, Dan Young, Yachty, Bernie Pichet, Gloria and Damien, Connor and the Polish Wonder. You guys freaking rock. <laughs> and now, Pish, it's that time again. Hit the music, sir. The Book of Mormon, which I just recently saw with Nadra. The main character's idea of heaven is parents tell him as a nine-year-old that if he's good and he follows God, he can go to heaven like Orlando, Florida. And there's songs about Orlando, Florida throughout this thing. Okay. It was hilarious, and I did not expect that. Is he correct? Is Orlando heaven? I mean, I don't have any proof to say otherwise. Okay. So I'm going to say it's anything. (laughs) Uh, What was your favorite moment from Court Cousins Night? It's not a whatever it is. What was it? Um, I think this is a little crazy. Maybe gathering with everyone before we went in at the brewery. Okay. 
that's when I wasn't quite zombie Kyle. It was great to see people get their yeah. feedback, talk to them before we all went in. And then the game was obviously amazing. Put back, game game winner, buzzer beater. But it was just seeing the people hanging yeah. out. What about you? Agreed. It was definitely cool to meet everybody there. Yeah. Uh, we got there a little early. I was, was, wasn't sure if anyone was actually going to show up for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was definitely great to, to chop it up with other people who actually are familiar with the show and know what's going on. So that was excellent, man. It was... It was a humbling experience to have some of these people say some of the things they said. And I'm not good at taking yeah, you're positive stuff, take, but I, I feel like I, I was really trying to accept the love, absorb that that yeah. love from the community, which which you know means a lot. Made it, made it great. Yeah. All right, so uh, I got an over under piece. I want you to set the line on yep. days left at your current job. Gonna set the line at thirty. Okay. Which is a month. All right. It's ambitious. Okay. But. Um, <laughs> Well, I'm That's laughing, what I'm but I'm sorry that you're so discontent <laughs> right there right now, man. Um, hopefully we'll find something better next. Hmm, indeed. Uh, which, uh, you did a lot of interviewing. We saw some clips up there. And yeah. look, I know you don't want to choose favorites amongst your own child, but I'm taking yeah. Petrus right out of the equation. Okay. What's your favorite non-Petrus interview? Oof. Why are you going to make me do that, dog? Why are you going to make me do that? Um... Well, so I, there had to have been a moment in one of them that you enjoy more than the others. Well, talking to Yachty about um, something that's going to be in the Patreon outtakes. Okay. About something that he posted. Yeah. Um, that wasn't in the video. All right. That was a highlight because ever since that I saw him post that, I wanted to mention it to him, and we had a great laugh about it. And I've just known Yachty the longest out of any of those dudes. Sure. And so it was good to reconnect with him. I think, you know, it, it's always good reconnecting with people that you've you've now built these bonds with. Right. So I think that was probably one of my largest laughs, but Fair everyone enough. was slam dunk. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, let's see here. This is this is for you because we set the over underline for jerseys at two point five. You only got one. I only got one. Mm -hmm. So we went under. Yeah. So I ask you, Peach, is there any purchase not made that you regret? Hmm. Well, I want to say yes here, but like I spoke about in some other previous realms. I'm not seeing the Wendell Carter jerseys out there. I'm not seeing the Markel Fultz everywhere. Like, you got it at the stadium, but, like, if you go to the Dicks, you get Cole Anthony and Suggs and some Paulo and a little bit of Franz. And it's like, well, yeah, but where's everybody else? Yeah, so, the other starters. I didn't see anything that I didn't buy that, that, I, that, that, I, you wanted. that I wanted. Okay. But there are things I expected to see ah. that I would have then purchased. Okay. Um, and I would have liked to get my hands on a, on a, on a newer Wendell jersey, but I didn't, didn't see one. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't available. Get on your game, Merch. Come on. Last one for you, sir. Mm -hmm. This was obviously a great trip. We talked about it in the entire show. Yeah. Probably ad nauseum for some folks. Yeah. <laughs> How do we top it next year? It's, it's going to be bigger. Like, the, the second cousin family is growing. Mm -hmm. So I'm expecting we're probably going to have about double the people. Okay. Hopefully we can all get in one section even a little closer. Yep. We were doing some negotiating with Jess. We said, hey, instead of cutting down the net, can we just take some shots, maybe? Right. And he's like, I'll give you a layup. And I'm like, all right, I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. We're maybe. doing some negotiation. Okay. We were also talking about maybe just instead of seats, doing a box. All right. And getting some catering and some booze in there and okay. doing that type of situation. I like what I'm hearing. We got to step up, you know, the giveaways. We're going to keep doing more of that. But, I mean, Nadra's coming, I think, next year. That's going to step it up. Okay. We, we just got to keep building. Building with the people. Sounds good. I'm excited. We didn't do a pregame show, any of the games either. I like to do a, sh a live show down there. That was the goal. Yes. So, I would like to do that as well. 
It was unbelievable, though, really. Yeah. I mean, humbling is the right word for it. It's great to hear that people are getting some laughs out of the show, that they feel like they're here in the fan attic with us, in yeah. the studio, in the shrine that we've created here to the Orlando Magic. They feel like they're just kind of hanging out with some of their buddies, having a beer. And that's really what we want it to feel like. Have some laughs. We don't take ourselves too seriously. And now the crazy... Unless, by- it, unless he's talking about food. Yeah, and then I'm very serious about it. But the nice byproduct of that that I didn't expect in the way that it has been is the love and the community and the support that we're now developing. So thank you, everyone. That was unreal. Yeah. Can't uh, express it enough. Not even going to follow that up, sir. You did it well. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. It was awesome. We'll Great see time. you soon. Check out the reaction videos. Make sure you're subscribing and liking. Stay tuned. We may do another live stream at some point when Peach is uh, in about 31 days. So look out for that. <laughs> it's been real. We'll see you next time. Peace. Thanks for coming.